0: All right, so today I am actually pretty excited because I've read an article and I just I just identify with it so much. It is everything that I've been pretty much thinking and, and talking about, even in some of these previous episodes. Uh, I've talked about how I think that how how could space and all the space dust in the, in the in our universe how could all of that be separated if in quantum physics it says it has to be related because once it's once it touches once it's merged you can't separate it this is something i literally have talked about and now i see that our top physicist and this one guy Heinrich Paus a German physicist he found well he argues that this is the case that you know color me tickled or whatever no what That's a terrible thing (laughs) Jesus Christ Just fucking keep talking (laughs) So imagine my pleasant surprise When I see this article And see that Heinrich Pass and, And these other top German physicists And other physicists across the world They're effectively arguing for monism The monad You know that thing that I really like A lot You know that thing I keep talking about You know that one Just that one thing I don't know. I, I, I couldn't be happier. And he's, he's got a lot of strong arguments for why this is the case. Katie doesn't know how to
1: do the drums, but Katie's going to try to do the drums since David did the episode, except for when I decided to condescend him.
0: <laughs> I'm done. for a really long time we've been pretty good at convincing ourselves that there is an objective reality that we that we all experience and that there is an answer to what the nature of our universe is that there's a plant growing in the forest and that when a tree falls it does make a sound you know we just don't hear it that would make us feel comfortable and that's always been how we've you know how we've thought about things And the way we've always advanced our science has been by breaking down our universe into smaller and smaller pieces protons quarks electrons everything we teach with particle smashers right yeah and that's right we we've literally tried to advance it further i mean one example is the hadron collider Uh, they're trying to discover the reality of our universe by breaking down our universe into smaller and smaller elements by you know slamming slamming elementary particles against each other at a crazy fast speeds basically light speed but there's a flaw in doing so the flaw the flaw is effectively a blind spot that we've we've given ourselves from the way we approach science today uh, this blind spot is due to really what our science considers as fundamental um, space matter time and that's that's how we've approached everything for a long time but Uh, This just doesn't this just isn't quite working anymore Uh, If we take quantum physics seriously if we want to take quantum physics seriously, you have to expand and Scale it up to the entire universe and in fact there have been you know six uh, Nobel prizes awarded since 2005 for proving macroscopic quantum events and that's just the beginning. I mean, that's a big deal. That's why Nobel Prizes were awarded. It's a big deal. And it's, it's going to, uh, to prove that you, you have to expand it to the universe. If you do that, if you have to expand quantum physics to the entire universe, to everything we experience, then everything we experience has to be one. It has to be one thing We may be experiencing it differently And Heinrich argues that This is what's going to bring our scientists together This is what's going to unify us We're going to accept monism As the fundamental you know, basis for reality As the fundamental concept of this existence of our universe And from there we'll try to find out How is it that we experience the world differently How is David David and Katie Katie how, how is a cat a cat? How, how do we experience it differently if we are, in fact, the exact same thing? As strange as it sounds, it, is, it fits the bill, and it's, it, it feels outlandish, but it fits the bill, and it's, it's a half-forgotten concept, and it's, I think it's got to be right. It feels right to me. It felt right to me before I read this article, and now I know this is, this is what the leading physicists of the world are, are leaning towards. It, all the conclusions keep pointing this way It is true It's true Science always has big questions that are hard to accept It doesn't feel terribly hard for me to accept Because I've, I've kind of been feeling this way I just came to it my own way I mean, you know, I, I just did Katie Katie, and her dad They used to talk existential things Coming up But this is a big deal If it, to, to think that you Another person is you But they experience it differently How strange is that? How will that change how we affect and and redefine everything? Uh,
1: I have a criticism to that. Yeah. And this is why I don't think it's that big of a deal. And it's, it's just like how my dad said when we were talking to my dad about this concept in this article, which, by the way, the article is called, what's it called?
0: So the article is called Quantum Cosmology. Physics is in crisis. Quantum cosmology can save it points us towards the the theory of everything
1: yes and it is on bigthink.com we were talking to my dad about it he brought up the allegory of uh yes the universe is all one it will structure one closed structure just like your body is all one closed structure but your heart is not your toenail they're different You are not me. We're different. We experience different things. We do different things. Our function is different. But we are one structure.
0: Right, right. And I'm well. I mean, that is still the that is the big deal, though. I mean, how is that a
1: big deal? I don't. get This is what I don't understand. is How that's a big deal?
0: How? Well, number one, we've talked about stuff like this in our own our own podcast. How it's like. Well, even how I've said how if if the monad is if I've experienced every life, for example. I can still not like someone even while I empathize because I could it could be me experiencing that life and I might approach it that way. This is the same kind of thing. It's like, well, this may be the case, but oh well, like it's still like I even if reality is fake and it's illusion, it's still real to us, right? It's kind of like the same. That's what I'm saying. Fun it's kinda...
1: psychological fact. You just described sympathy. Sympathy is when you can sympathize with somebody because you could understand being in their perspective. Empathy is when there's absolutely no reason. You just feel for them. And I would argue that what this is arguing is that like, it's kind of what we said. I think it was, it was like two episodes ago, maybe where, or yeah, two episodes ago, it will be by the time we post these. Where you were saying we were all the same or whatever, and I was like, no, our we are all part of the same universe, so we are all the same. Our energies are blended, but we're different. Yeah, I I, I, ex- I agree
0: with that. Yeah, I, so I so agree like, with. I I'm, I'm saying I agree with that right now.
1: Yeah, so like I can experience your energy, but I am not you.
0: Right. Absolutely. We we are we are still separate. We're exper- like even if we are the same construct. Yes, for all intents and purposes, this reality lets us gives us the gift of life to experience it our own way or whatever or for whatever reason we're experiencing life either way the point is how do we experience it separately what is the scientific reasoning for it what's the what's the mathematical formula for that and that's going to be something that's going to help unify our scientists while they they accept monism as the as the base and yeah you're right it doesn't really matter necessarily but it affects it does actually matter for science. I get it. Amen. I get
1: it. I get it. I just thought about it as you were talking that like science does this thing where things that seem like common sense and intuitive for us, they have to have a reason, they have to study it, they have to have a number for it, whatever. Because otherwise, they can just call it a crock of shit. Even though intuitively we know, so they have to be able to fucking scientists have to be able to study and prove that right.
0: the, it's always going to lag behind so because th- science is to prove what we're thinking about in the first place, yeah. Or whatever. Which
1: is actually a good transition into the whole blending with spirituality point that you were going to make.
0: Yeah, isn't that especially if you come if you come to full power where you can like really kind of if you have the ability to like reach in and manifest and create your own reality and you're kind of advancing science like you're isn't that's a crazy thing to me to think about like advancing science if that's like your your main purpose and passion you're kind of like manifesting that science it's like you're bringing about what you're trying to do it's just a weird it's it's like a weird mix i love it it's yeah i guess
1: it. science is the thing that's trying to explain what we would call spiritual we would call intuitive what we right would but call then
0: spirituality could affect the science to help bring about whatever the spirituality is wanting because we talk about how you can manifest your own reality yeah. i guess that's a little bit different than what no, we're arguing what here saying. but it's, um i think science might eventually be able to and i hope one day explain manifestation creation of realities i want to see i want to see proof of that one day because i really do firmly believe it's real anecdotally i feel it yeah I apparently
1: do. there's already some stuff out I there i bet there
0: is and it's hard to prove right but i there, bet you they no, can the, there
1: are scientists who talk about this type of shit and have studied it but the problem is nobody takes them seriously so you'll never see their shit
0: but that, I, I believe it i mean yeah. this is forward thinking stuff it's and and it's hard to convince like a whole nation a whole even just a culture of scientists alone to change science and the the culture of science and and how they've acted and felt and followed and changed it's very rich it's very interesting to read about actually there's a really cool guy on youtube called veritasium i love watching his stuff he has lots of really really cool like history of science videos and it's really neat to see how we've shifted and grown and how quickly it's happened too
1: yeah um and that's one thing we're talking about also Uh, I did want to point out the fact that I find it very interesting that you're talking about this, because I was saying to David as we were talking about this episode, by the way, this is David's episode, but I was saying to David, yeah, (laughs) I was saying, if you didn't already know, I was saying to David while we were talking about the episode that... He's not really, he is um, spiritual and he's he's learning about things. He's coming into these things, but he's not really a part of the spiritual community. He doesn't consume a lot of spiritual media. Every once in a while, he sends me an article and he's like, we should do an episode on this. But that's about the extent of it, correct?
0: Yeah, um, yeah I guess, yeah.
1: The spiritual community and people with spiritual podcasts, people with spiritual YouTube channels, etc., stuff like that. People who are, like, into the community have been talking about science and spirituality merging for the last few years. And I find it interesting that you came to that conclusion all on your own without any help.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen anything... About that. I really I don't I don't scroll any content talking about that stuff most of the content I read on the internet is about either science or psychology honestly because Just trying to do a lot of a lot of work on myself after that last rough breakup and honestly just everything right we should all grow So that's pretty much what I consume.
1: Yeah So I wanted to give the example for anybody who's not like into the spiritual community a really practical example of science and spirituality inevitably merging. And who knows how long this trail is. I don't necessarily... Probably quite long. I don't necessarily believe that we're ever going to know the nature of everything or
0: whatever. Not 100%, but a lot more Um, than today.
1: But like a little practical example would be cell phones, okay? I think I might have gotten this metaphor from somebody, but I can't remember who. I'm not sure, though. If you... Like a cell phone, if you explained... somebody a long time ago about a cell phone they would be like you're fucking crazy you're doing witchcraft what are you talking about this makes no sense but now we're like oh yeah okay cell phone yeah it's a computer a tiny little computer in your pocket it makes sense we get it because we've already found the reason so people think that you know spirituality and woo-woo shit is crazy and out there because they don't have a reason for it, and then science has to find a way to prove that it's possible, which is fucking annoying. Yeah,
0: science science always lags. It's almost by necessity, but...
1: Yeah, because we intuitively know all this shit.
0: Right, we're part of it. We kind of, we can reach in and get insights that, that you know, it's us. It's ourselves.
1: Yeah. I have another question for you.
0: Mm, the monad has yeah. answers.
1: <laughs> the last few paragraphs was about monism, and was about how that was... For a long time, monism was the thing everybody thought intuitively. I still kind of thought right. we had, so I wasn't really sure why they were saying that Mon- it went away.
0: It kind of did go away. I guess you were around it growing up. I actually was not exposed to that idea until the story of the egg in, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Whenever it came out on Bike Kurzgesagt is when I honestly, I guess that is exactly when I learned about monism. Which wow. would be
1: everything being one thing that just has different little pieces
0: right They're and i think connected. i think it doesn't really like try to, i think that it's still a broad interpretation that doesn't try to force anything down your throat the soul yeah, sure. the people coming in it still could be what it is i don't know yeah it could it's just be saying it's is, all
1: blended and all right. works together
0: somehow or another i do i i i lean towards the fact that I think this is just a giant simulation for experiences for ourselves to grow. I think it's actually quite likely, kind of like a a giant universal fetus, kind of weird, but I know, I know it's a weird word. The Kurzgesagt guy actually says it in the video. I'm like, okay well uh, when he's talking to the, the his version of god after he dies and Ooh, he's asking maybe
1: if enough of us agree that this is bullshit we can get somebody to abort us <laughs>
0: that'd be great I, I don't i don't know not if daddy likes us enough he's gonna want Dude, us to who's grow daddy
1: who put us here
0: I, that's just our universal parent
1: are they really or wouldn't we be them though
0: it could be a whole new universe one, right above us or
1: is there because this is another thing we were talking about you were talking about the computer why we are could you be, talking we about be, us being a computer we,
0: we could be a computer uh there was this one cool theory i read from some uh, some scientists that was proposed in like the 10s 2010s i think and it's it's very wild and it i, I think kursgesagt also did a video on that one and it basically says that dark matter we can't see and that well, basically that what that is, is that's the that's the extra data that's being written by these like galactic supercomputer structures that we have the, the, like the, like they actually calculate the, the amount of information that the universe could compute. I mean, these are crazy, wild, forward thinking things. I can't claim to know what they're doing deep down, but they're saying that like the universe effectively could be a computer, a, a giant supercomputer and that, that dark matter that push, that is pushing us apart, it's because it's constantly making more of that because it's like consuming data or... I don't know. It's just the byproduct of it somehow. So wild. that's large Fucking scale, wild. but no,
1: you were saying something where you used us as an example as a computer mm-hmm. program... Was it when you were talking about the files, the computer file allegory or whatever metaphor? Do you remember that?
0: I, sort of. I mean, like, that we could be a little piece of the AI. No, that like we are a
1: computer per, that is programmed because you were talking about...
0: An algorithm.
1: The consciousness thing and the files. Oh, the... Yes. The,
0: yes, the, the evolution.
1: And you said something about us being, like, a computer that was programmed, which then made me think. Do you remember what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which
1: then made me think, who the fuck is the programmer, and how? Like, right. Then no. they can shut us off or control us or do whatever.
0: And and that kind of goes back to it doesn't really matter because like just whatever. Yeah, it, it could happen, but still we're experiencing this reality as real. Just like you said earlier in the conversation, we've talked about in the past. It is yeah, it's possible, but does it really even matter if it's the case? It's still a wild thing. I'd argue that reframing the way we experience the world that monism is a thing that we're all one piece that that's a big deal because that changes how our science approaches but does it really change everything well it kind of does because we think about things differently it might make us naturally want to be a little bit more empathetic or sympathetic but hopefully empathetic even if we're still capable of disliking someone, you know, like that's cool too. But like, we might be like, yeah, you know,
1: well, just the idea that our energy is connected right. in some way, right? Like you would, can't ignore it. Like I, to me, it's not crazy. And I don't, I'm like, this is no big deal. Who cares? But I get how if that became current science, to know that we are one functioning If that became thing, social
0: norm, if, if that became everybody social... knew
1: that, if that was like right. a, a basic thing that everybody knew about, right. I could see how that would change people's behavior. Like now, they're accepting and they're understanding yep. of the fact that our energies are blended and connected in some way. Right. Just like. Wouldn't you naturally your heart care more? Is connected to your brain. And if you do some shit to your brain, it can affect your heart. And if you do some shit to your heart, it can affect your brain. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that if people knew that their energy and their functioning was blended together because we are all part of this universal one monad thing, then, yeah, I think it would change their behavior.
0: I, I think people would think yeah. more
1: about things for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's wild to think that uh, this used to be be a concept that we did kind of accept a little more we, we so when forgot people say
1: that who 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 accepted that
0: so i don't think it's we would want to know more about it right but we were just seeing that you know even in the article that heinrich is talking about i assume he's very experienced with this he's literally wrote a book on he's making the case for it he says that you know italy egypt other places they they did they would they were influenced by by monism by this, by this thought like our their artists it's reflected in the work there okay um and that's just oh, that Buddhism shows you a too, lot oh Buddhism too because
1: actually there is this thing in Buddhism um I remember we learned about Buddhism in a philosophy class so I'm not an expert by any means like in an ethics class Buddhism was one of the ethical philosophies we learned about. There's this whole thing w- with like this giant mirror, but it has like a million different little mirrors and all the little mirrors make up the big mirror and they all reflect each other in some way, but they're all yeah. differently because if you have, oh, it, it would be like um, if a disco ball was flipped inside out and you have something in there and you have all the little reflections, but all the reflections look different because they're all from different angles and stuff like that. So they are reflecting each other. It's the same exact thing, but you're getting different angles. You're getting different pieces of whatever object is in there because of the way that it's... Does that make sense? So that would be like how we would be maybe.
0: I I, I literally saw an article about time and and our perspective. And it was showing just how wild. It had like a a weird picture, something like that too, where it showed all the different ways that if you're standing from here to there in the universe, you, you will see the world and how you will see time. And it like literally you can slice the universe in different like quadrants and pieces based on where you are. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's just like that. It's like, it was all, ref- depending on where you are, it's all reflective. And I argue that the point of, well, maybe not the point of monism, but we're just experiencing things. I guess, I, I guess I do still, I do still lean back towards it, that, you know, a little, little, little place for us to grow and learn. Like I've said before, I think that's, that, that's what this, this really is. It's, it's just a thousand bajillion different perspectives. Like you just said, a little so many mirrors, so many ways of looking at it. It's just, it's just for us to look at it and experience it differently, and that's it. What other reason? There could, there could be we we are computing something. It's possible that this universe is being used to compute something, and if it is, remember we are a piece of the universe. We are computing things. We may not know what we're doing in that game Mass Effect. It turns out, end of the day, the universe is every like billions of billions of billions of years the reapers come and they kill everything and start it over and why do they do why do they do that like they kill everything and let life start over because they just want civilizations to develop new technology and then steal their final stage technology which is super crazy crazy advanced. and that's just how they do it because to them time is no issue it's not a thought they are immortal they don't care how that long it takes.
1: That is a terrifying thought that I feel on some level I have been introduced to. I remember one time when my dad was going through his super woo-woo. Because everybody, when they first wake up and become conscious that reality is more than we know, they always go really deep into it for like sure a, you a, know. a year or something. They, they get really deep into it and they come up with all these crazy theories and then they usually chill the fuck out. So when he first... Became conscious to the fact that reality was a lot more and there were so many possibilities Uh, one of his crazy things that he said was similar to that It was something about I was like 16 at the time and doing a lot of drugs So I cannot remember the full India tale concept But it was something like what you said where it was like um, the idea that possibly We are being harvested for our energy and after so many hundreds of thousands of years or billions of years they they collect their harvest they collect their energy and then start over the crop Yeah, start the crop yeah over.
0: yeah there's there's a lot of variations but yeah that's, that's a terrifying that's, that's horror reality
1: up. but it's also like who cares at the end of the day at yeah.
0: the end of the day does it really still matter you kind of yeah. can say it, it's every which way though Because i think the monads the and a-
1: there is no such thing as a soul and our consciousness does not carry on which that wouldn't really matter then we'd just be dead who cares? You know, In like end, our energy it. would carry on because they're harvesting it, but it wouldn't be co- connected to sentience.
0: Right. And I think, well, that is one of those those thoughts that's a little bit scary for a lot of people. And a lot of nihilists believe and a lot of atheists believe that, you know, it's just our energy Why and is that, that it really doesn't matter. That sounds beautiful. I think it's I don't know. I like both. I like the thought that I'm free once I'm gone. But I like the idea that if I wish to carry forward, I could do so because I yeah, yeah i don't know
1: I, I guess i like both too i like the first one that our sentience ceases to exist because it's exhausting to be sentient but i also like the other one because i'm like all right yeah but it's kind of fun it is like a game it
0: is kind of fun i mean it's also also can be awful you know and some people draw the short stick and they get it terribly and honestly we've got it good so why are we bitching but you know you still have struggles even if you got it good first world problems are still real problems just I like
1: i always think about the fact that technically i've never had anything drastically awful happen to me but i still uh live in situational severe chronic depression because i mentally torture myself all the fucking time <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess I do, too, and it's a challenge to stop, you know? Yeah. It's a challenge to reframe uh, certain things.
1: Well, it's like mentally torture as in, like, having to find uh, the right way and the, you know, like, mm, I don't know. It's probably a Capricorn thing. Cause There's it, probably
0: a billion ways to mentally torture yourself.
1: Yeah, there are to it. Yeah, for sure. I keep wanting to ask you this question, but we keep getting on. Other ask t- me. Okay. So you brought up the fact that, you know, we are all part of the monism, the monad, the universe is one thing, we're all connected, we're all, our energies all blended together, you said you think it's some sort of simulation, okay, so who is in charge of that simulation, is it an oversoul unity consciousness, like a unity consciousness that Broke itself into a million pieces to do the simulation, or is it some sort of god creature or or computer programmer who's like a 11th dimensional being or higher? What, who, like, what is your thought on that?
0: I firmly believe that we did it to ourselves. Just so you think it's a unity conscious. I really do. I really, really, really do.
1: Interesting.
0: I do. I mean, that's what I was saying. I guess I should just clarify that earlier. Yes, the 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 monad that I believe even though we experience it completely separately it's still the same consciousness i think we experience it at different times so that's why it like in no way am i you and yet in every way i am you just i don't i it's not really relevant to to this me we're not supposed to that would kind of defeat the purpose of this yeah um you know like completely so it's not even just like you said earlier it's a big deal but it's not a big deal doesn't really change anything. Well, nothing really. really
1: matters in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but we're yeah. still fucking around talking about it. So
0: right, and we're that's our fucking prerogative. It's our perspective. Yeah. It's our right. We can do whatever we want with this experience. And I like that idea that this is yeah. just for experience. Okay,
1: so I, I just I don't know what it is. I, I obviously understand. That there is a good possibility you could be correct that we are a unity consciousness that broke itself into a million pieces. But something about that sound like deep in my gut feels incorrect. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but something about that just feels incorrect. Because to me, I think that the realization that I've had in the last uh, however many couple years probably. Is that what I believe deep in my gut not it's not something I chose it's not something that I was like this sounds like fun to me but I realized that my actual belief on the nature of reality is that the true nature of reality is utter fucking chaos and everything exists and it could be connected and it could not be connected and who fucking knows and there's all these different realms and all these different things happening and by the way you have to watch Little Demon because it gets kind of meta at some points But like I, in my gut, I feel like the true nature of reality is complete ethereal chaos. So while I understand that in this reality that we're in right now, this three dimensional world, this universe, I understand that monism is what science is leaning towards. But I think that's just one universe. And I think that there's so much more outside of that. That's yeah. just utter chaos and it's just it is what it is. I don't know why it happened. I don't know if there's some sort of divine plan. Sometimes I think there is and sometimes I'm like, "No. I don't know, but there has to be some plan, but I just think maybe we couldn't even comprehend it." I don't know.
0: I mean, we definitely can't comprehend it, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to some of these similar base emotions we feel. I think that's our that the greatest insight we can have is to to feel these feelings and and make them bigger and like really bigger i
1: hate that this is true because it sounds disgusting you're like the closest we can come to truth is looking inside ourselves i know i know wow christ
0: pukey hipster but really like those ideas i think are gonna be where we can grab our biggest insights um they seem to be universal among anyone that feels, any animal that feels, any mammal. It, it's just plain as day. It's in their face. We can recognize it.
1: I'm almost positive that sometimes your ears wiggle when you talk.
0: They do. I do wiggle them. I just fucking did it right crazy. now. crazy. It seems like
1: a fairy thing. Are you a fairy?
0: <laughs> I mean, we've we've talked about this before, <laughs> we need possibly. <laughs> we will add it to our next one. <laughs> Maybe that is a wonder if that's a fairy thing, huh?
1: I feel like it would be
0: so yeah I think I'll I'll bet you at the tippy top that the these feelings that we experience are probably quite similar to to the feelings that we experience there if we are in fact one coming from one being or one thing I just I bet there's got to be a lot of insight to take from emotions that's got to be the most primal of all the things
1: and when you say emotions, do you mean like our basic instinctual emotions, or you mean all of them down to the super complex?
0: I was thinking base at first because those are like, but I guess all all of it absolutely has to be taken together as com- complex because you know there's even some science to show that a thought can be both good and bad, like perceived as by ourselves, and yes. that's that's an important distinction. Which because you know we don't know if is it is it good. And then it's bad afterwards. No, it can actually be, be both. both. Exactly
1: both. I actually had that experience quite frequently, where I have an experience, and then I, as a consequence, I have a, you know a thought about it, and then I realize that I could take it both ways. Yes. Like I could not even just take it two ways. I could take it a million ways. I yes. could I could think about it a million different ways. What was the point of that?
0: I don't know. The point of that was just we were discussing. We were discussing monism or the reality of everything, what could it be, and I was saying kind of if it was a unity conscious and probably where we can draw some of the biggest insight from into that is simply our own emotions
1: yeah so you're saying that if we really wanted to know
0: right what was at I the think... top
1: what was conspiring what was making plans right
0: who's the programmer yeah we could yeah. get
1: insight from our own basic emotions and not just the stuff that you logically think but the stuff that you innately that happens like you're you're
0: feeling right i, I really think that this is just a place for us to learn and experience without really hurting other people either Yeah. We're hurting. Everything we're doing is all to ourselves. You know, we're not doing it to anybody else. And I think this was set up for us. I think it's just for us. I think one day it would end. Maybe it'll start over. Maybe this is us. I really don't. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I need to know know what you
1: think about this. I learned something absolutely horrifying from my father. This actually did terrify me, which is crazy because I sit here and I say... Oh, if I died and my sentience ceased to exist, I'd be so happy. That would be so great. But when he told me this, I was like, I felt that fear oh, that boy, atheists what is this? What say. Is this? So uh, we actually, okay, the this idea that people assume that everything is infinite, that uh, the universe is like infinite. Even when this universe dies off, there will be another, even when this sun dies, there will be another sun. Uh, my dad told me that basically, currently, science does believe that no, there will be a time when there is nothing left because every single sun has died.
0: That is true. I do know about this.
1: Is that not horrifying to well, you? Well, it's
0: crazy, but it's so, 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 so far in the future. It doesn't
1: matter. Time is fucking fake. Well, We're actually,
0: still- can I say that I really think that uh, you're right. I think that the goal, one of the goals of this is to see can we, can we get advanced enough to escape the ultimate universe universal death
1: that sounds fake to me
0: i don't know i mean that's totally out of nowhere i'm literally pulling it out but it's something i've loosely thought about like it just like so that really good documentary on black holes they're talking about it and one of the things they're saying is we really think that there's a lot of knowledge and science to be gained like from from there's so much we can learn from it and we think that it was put there just for us to look at. Like, it's just out of reach. Like, hey, look at me. This is a spot. And we've been using it to learn a lot of things. And I think that it's, this is all a game. This is all a game. I am
1: having trippy thoughts right now. Okay, so, the, originally, I was bringing this up. Let me write this down. The reason I brought it up is because if everything, if the whole universe is one There's something about the whole universe being one and blending together and being this structure, this conscious structure. whatever. I mean, they're not saying conscious, but we're we're, assuming conscious. Right. right. Okay.
0: That's how we see it right now. Yeah.
1: And everything will eventually be dead. There will be nothing left. Because I think the reason it terrified me so much is because I do personally instinctually believe in past lives. And I thought... Where the fuck does that energy go? But then I had this thought. This is my ADHD spiral. I was like, oh, it would probably get sucked into a black hole because when stars die, they turn into black holes. Right?
0: This is what happens. This is the cycle of the universe and it will be born over again.
1: So then wait, it goes on from here. Okay, first I need to hear your thoughts on my original thought, which was if this is... If we are living in the monad, this universe is the monad, our personal monad. There's many other universes, but this is our personal monad. I'm
0: inclined to believe it. And
1: everything in our universe dies. What, What does that say about the fucking monad? What does that say?
0: I think it just starts over. Okay, so this is where I got it into it.
1: So the reason it terrified me, I went on a whole ADHD it, it, the thought alterna- spiral. Maybe, maybe
0: that's when it goes back to itself and it's like, I'm fucking tired wait, wait, of this again.
1: Okay, you're talking general, I'm talking details, go, which go. is why we make such a good team. So uh, the reason it terrified me was because I inherently believe in past lives. And I was like, oh... Where does our fucking energy and like sentience go if there's just nothingness? And then I was like, just now, as we were talking about it, I'm like, oh, what if it gets sucked into a black hole? And then I thought, what happens when you get sucked into a black hole? We don't know because currently they're like, you'll get spaghettified. But if you're an energy or a soul or whatever,
0: they're working on it. Then they've got theories. Do you just
1: go through the black hole and you start over into the new monad? That's the first thing. What do you think about that?
0: yes that other reality could be another monad could be an alternative of this there's a lot of things it could be it could just be a connection point to another bubble in the universe and i'd like to point out something cool about the bubble in the universe it's brand new science okay we learned from you what know, is a
1: bubble in a universe
0: so you know how we we uh we launched out the new super crazy why don't i know the name satellite into space okay okay well we did that it's it's literally that's part of the it's changed our our understanding of the universe from that they've found that there are that we are living inside of a bubble a slightly uneven bubble our galaxy a huge portion of our galaxy with warped magnetism and it is it's still a vacuum for all intents and purposes especially for us but it's not as vacuumous as the area outside of it and they're seeing that the universe has many of these bubbles and these bubbles like in our bubble electricity is only possible because of the warped magnetism of our bubble and I guess these other bubbles have warped magnetism too so electricity should be possible in there and I'm sure once you have it working and functioning you can like take your spaceship out you know uh, I would think that's fine but electricity just doesn't doesn't normally happen so easily in nature but it does for us in this bubble that was for us sure or that we're living in. i sure the galaxies
1: have bubbles. They,
0: exact, they do. They can yeah. see it. And, and they found it because there's a coating of space dust. And that's Holy how they were shit, able to. Oh shit, this is
1: so fucking trippy yes. right now. Because that seems very purposeful. Right? That seems so the, fucking it's, purposeful. Right? It's, and the like, sciences um, are. Have you ever seen solar opposites?
0: Only the first couple episodes. Uh, it doesn't great. even
1: matter. Because at a point, there's a point where the, the aliens come to Earth because their planet is dying yeah, yeah. or whatever. The pizza uh, The little kid aliens, they have terrariums and they shrink humans and have them live yeah, out yeah. lives. Like whole ass lives in each terrarium. They have like 50. Right,
0: right, right. Okay,
1: that's what those bubbles make it's me think of. Right. They were just in a terrarium yes. and something. Yes. What is it called? And yes. uh, Rick and Morty has an episode about it too where they all have... They're all being watched. What the fuck is that episode? Well,
0: I, I remember the one, Then they're all in the ant. It's like they're living a hole, and they're just being watched. And Yeah, and
1: they uh, all have their own bubble that they literally fucking live in.
0: Yeah, it's their own ant colony basically, house, basically. It's an ant house. Like You're making
1: bit. the second thing I was going to say sound very irrelevant.
0: Oh.
1: um, Because my second alternative was literally just that when the whole entire universe dies does is that like if we're in a video game is that like when you die in a video game and then so that life is done and then the big bang happens again and we start over and you're on your new start that was the second thing i thought of
0: well yeah i i think that happens i think eventually given enough time past the heat death of the universe that is predicted currently that you we were talking about that your dad said i think eventually everything converges again I think at that point, you know, ultimately it's gonna it's gonna just create another big bang. It's gonna it's gonna start over again. And I don't know if that's a representation of the the unity consciousness if it is there or as we discussed the coming monad. back to, right the monad coming back together and then saying fuck this, I'm fucking bored again. I want to separate. And then it spends a long time separated and then eventually our separated pieces understand that we are actually there is something more it's we can sense it and so we just have this desire to find out this is why we all want to know without being told to question it we all want to know how is it why why is it why are we here what is this and that's what the monad is we'll come back together and then it will and then it will realize it doesn't want to be together anymore
1: I mean, I just think there's so much that goes into this. There thing is that we literally. I know it's not totally right. We couldn't even like. I can think of stuff, and I'm like, that me thinking, oh, I couldn't comprehend that. Doesn't even scratch the fucking surface of right all
0: of the, possibilities the saying. I can't comprehend because, is like you don't even know what you can't comprehend. You don't have a clue. In
1: theory, based off of this article, the monad is this universe, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And science already thinks that. Like they already kind of believe that multiverse is a thing. There's more than one universe. There's probably infinite universes, okay? So science already kind of thinks that multiverse is a thing. And then that even opens up the question, what's bigger than that? Da, 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 da. But that means that there are infinite monads as well that aren't, are they connected in some way?
0: It's hard to say. It's they, fucking
1: crazy. Like, do I you think, think the cells. I think that
0: they would be connected. I think that it would be one of Do you think the thing. cells
1: in our bodies are having a fucking podcast right now, wondering? Like, my heart. I think they do talk My to heart each cells other. are sitting there and they're having a podcast and they're like hey, man, we live in Monad, and then the other heart cell is like, oh, my God, so, like, what about, like, do you think there's another organ, some other organ, like, maybe a brain, I don't know, that is another thing? And do you think they're all connected? And do you yes. think they're part of a bigger thing? Like, yes. how fucking big and yes. how fucking little does this think, shit go? I
0: think it goes all the way to the universal structure itself, just like you've seen how the universe kind of looks like a brain. That It's because that energy, the, all that, con- all everything, it is all together Ooh, i'm dying is all one giant piece one the whole universe itself could really be a giant brain of sorts of so sorts like, then what at a that little point piece. where does it stop it doesn't
1: it, okay so and i think you know what david i think that like if we were going to break down all of uh human existential crises uh wondering it goes to two different philosophies okay and the one is everything is what we know is infinite which my dad actually taught me infinity is not a thing it's just that we can't comprehend there are many
0: different affinities i believe that firmly
1: well no He, he was saying like our idea that infinity is completely endless, never stops, is incorrect. It's actually just that we couldn't comprehend how high there, it goes. There are
0: bigger infinities and there are smaller infinities. Infinities are not equal. There are literally bigger infinities.
1: Okay, okay but, I believe but regardless, the idea that thing, there. So there's two basic ideas okay, okay. on the nature of reality that I think... And I go back and forth between them myself. And the first one is that everything is completely and utterly endless. There is no start. There is no beginning. Everything is connected. Da-da-da-da-da. And then the second one is... There is an end. I just couldn't comprehend it. There is a bigger plan that I couldn't comprehend. Um, There's no way I could even try. And my brain even goes back and forth and goes, both of these sound completely infathomable and make absolutely no sense. Like, the idea that uh, eventually you get to the very top and everything stops... And that's just where it is. That's where the beginning is. That is infathomable and it makes no fucking sense. The idea that keep, things keep going, keep going, and there's never an end in sight. That is infathomable and it makes no fucking sense. And I go back and forth between them and literally it's... It but feels... I
0: think it's real. I do. Which I one? Think, I think, is it one whole, or is it the other? I think it's the one where it goes infinitely. Where it there? I don't think there will ever truly be an end at the tippy top. I don't. I think at that that level, uh, you know,
1: being human makes me want to peel my skin off and throw (laughs) it in a fucking fire.
0: I can't feel my face. (sighs) I'm with you.
1: (laughs) That's because of cocaine, not because of philosophy.
0: Well, whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, fuck, dude.
0: Human humanity and everything. So you're telling me
1: right now. That the existential crisis of endlessness, or at some point we reach an end and we just don't know, is not something that makes you flip the fuck out.
0: Well, of course it's wildly interesting. I mean, or else I, I, I don't. If I think if I didn't find it interesting, you and I wouldn't even be here talking about. Obviously, this right now. but
1: I'm like, to me, I'm like, oh my god, I have no way of knowing which one and both make sense and both don't make sense. I'm so confused.
0: Well. I'd say, number one, definitely not not so much of an effect on us because it's so, 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 so far in the future regardless, probably. Although it's weird to think that our universe could just have the plug pulled on it. But I think that even if that is the case, even if it's getting pulled like really quickly, it's going to be... It's not... It, that quickly is, like, so long from now due to how probably small we've gotten down. Time
1: is so yeah. very relative. Right, right. So very so relative. It's effectively... It's, it's effectively not forever. It's so, so, so long in the future. It's tomorrow because time is so fucking relative. When well, you were five years old, you thought... You probably thought, I'm never going to be in my 30s. That's old. That's so far in the future. That feels like forever. I can literally remember being between the ages of like five and eight and being like, oh my God, I'm going to be this age forever. You're that young and you're like, I'm going to be this age forever. And one year feels like an eternity because now to me, one year feels like a fucking week back then. It feels like a day back then. Time like, is so fucking relative. It's
0: novel experiences is what makes life seem longer. Having new experiences is what makes life seem longer. That's why life seems shorter right now. You're not having as many new experiences. I disagree with that encode. because I, when you're
1: busy, time goes by faster.
0: It's about novel, I think it's because less... novel experiences, yeah, new experiences where you busy. encode new information. It's not being busy. It's new, brand new things, new events, going to a new state. At some point, even just go driving to a new state might get old too because you've kind of done that. Truly new things is what. Your brain encodes that information. You perceive time as much longer. It is a fact. It's proven.
1: Well, that would make sense as to why higher dimensional beings would laugh And our... Like, I, I take in a lot of information from people in the media who who do deity work. And a lot of them say, like, you know, these higher dimensional beings are basically. And you see it in fiction, too. So you see it with the actual witches who work with deities, but you see it in fiction a lot as well. Where it's like... Both of them are saying that these deities and these higher dimensional beings are kind of like, ha ha ha, fuck you, a human lifetime is a blink of an eye. It's not a big deal. You think it matters. It's insignificant. It's such a short amount of time. So I guess that would make sense because if you, if you have, well, I mean, I guess if you go based off of the idea that we level up, do you think that? I've never asked that you we, this. That we level That's up. something I used to think. I don't know if I do anymore.
0: I wouldn't say like, it per se, but kind of. Yes, the point is to grow. I think the point no. is to grow and experience. I it's used kind of both. to
1: think with past lives. I don't know if I believe this anymore. Uh, there's something to this, but I think I added on to it. Like, I think this is in some sort of Eastern philosophy with reincarnation. Every life you learn more lessons, and then you get to a certain level and you're like, okay, time to move on to the next thing. That's mm-hmm. where I think it ends with the philosophy. But what I used to think was that uh, when you go, when you've learned all your lessons for this three-dimensional reality, you go, "All right, time to move to the next thing." You go to the fourth-dimensional reality. You learn all your lessons. You spend hundreds of thousands of years living different lives, and then you're like, oh, "I've learned all the lives I need to know for this fourth dimension." And then you make. Well, that it seems up-
0: like a fun path, and it's. It, I, I don't disagree with it, and, and why would that be? A likely idea would be if it's for us to learn and grow. You know, universal fetus.
1: <laughs> Ew, gross! I know I hate that this. that word is
0: gross. I don't like it either, but I I can't unhear it. And kind of, it's kind of the most representative word we I could think of or phrase. Uh, it's what they said I in mean, the video, and again, it's just like yeah, a universal, our universal parent, and we're just a universal embryo, baby, whatever you want to call it. You know, in the womb. So at the end, end of, of the
1: day, you still believe that there is some sort of God being, or you? I kind of believe.
0: Us. I kind of believe i kind of believe that this place it is us but it was set up for us to grow by whatever is taking care of us probably our parent of some kind in a reality we can't quite understand because it's not quite the same as this this is a place for us to learn and grow without hurting those people because they have we have the ability they have the ability to do that they can do that why wouldn't they do that this is great i don't want to we won't want we don't want it sucks that, you know, to imagine, imagine their society where everyone went into their reality and they hurt each other just like we're doing in our reality by accident, but they've already learned those lessons. They don't, they generally down, are they less likely to it fuck anyone? up. Right. They're, yeah. it is, if they choose to do it, they will know that they are choosing to do it with those, all those lessons. Like it's, they chose that, but it's not, they're not learning there that they're making their decisions there. Yeah. They've already grown. They're mature at least they're expected to be mature. Something like that. Yeah, I do think so. I think it could really just be that. And it can be a lot of things kind of together. It can be it can be also just it is what it's it's a playground. It's for experience, growing, fun. It's it's kind of everything. It's our it's our daycare. It's it's there it's our TV taking care of us but much better.
1: My brain just did a really fucked up thing. This ADHD thought spiral as you were talking was um, if a skeptic listened to this podcast, I know exactly, I've listened to enough skeptics that I know exactly what they would say. First of all, they would find some way to disprove the article you you were talking about. They would say, this guy's not respected, he's a pariah in his community. They would find some way to say that. Because at the end of the day, everybody has people who don't like them and call them crazy, okay? So they would find some way to say that this this guy's article that you were reading was some sort of pariah in his community that he was not to be taken seriously. And then they would be like, so everything they're saying, therefore, is complete utter BS. (laughs) And just like, they would be like, I've listened to so many skeptics, they would be like, how do you pull that much? How do you pull that much out of your ass?
0: Well, fuck them. I can can say again, anecdotal experiences and... And what I've, I don't what I've felt care, and what I've read. It's infuriating
1: because technically there's no way to disprove them, but it's just like there's no way to explain to you how closed-minded you are. Yeah. Because no, all you want to believe it, right. is the fucking uh, they're, they're, chair in front of you. Yeah, that's all you that's wanna what, believe.
0: That's what they fucking
1: want. Yeah. Damn. But they're part of the monad too. What do you think about that?
0: I have empathy, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, like, those skeptics are also part of the monad, so what would you say about that? Oh, I mean... Is it part of the game? Is it part of the learning? Is it part of the experience?
0: Yeah, they just don't know. They're doing whatever they're doing. They're, they're playing their part in ways I could not possibly explain, because I don't... I, if I could, I would...
1: But they are playing a part.
0: They're definitely playing a part. There's absolutely no doubt. They are affecting people's lives. Just because being nice to someone giving someone one compliment could literally change the course of humanity because it could affect just how they were feeling that day and that feeling they were feeling a little better so they did something they weren't planning on or they accept something um they embark on something new for some way shape or form in that way it can change the world maybe they become a scientist and they go on to discover something incredibly important, or maybe they don't discover anything important, but they have insight that helps someone who later on in their career uses that insight from twenty years ago from that random conversa- set of conversations they had with somebody. That's how we change the world. Without, all right, now
1: we're kind of talking about the butterfly effect.
0: Well, yes, I mean we have
1: hit a lot of topics.
0: We really have. This has been all over. Yeah, but it's all been. It was all. It was all really about the up and coming changes to how we look at science and our reality around us
1: yes and so there's a few points that we argued about for about an hour before doing this i we swear did. to god guys we were planning on because this is <laughs> this is actually david's last night as my neighbor and that is very upsetting
0: i am incredibly uh, sad about we that. were
1: planning on why monad we we were planning on talking about the episode and doing the episode in the first couple hours and then having a few hours to hang out but what actually ended up happening was we talked about the episode and argued about the episode and (laughs) planned the episode for four fucking hours fucking blows but a couple things that we were arguing about that i thought were interesting because i still don't totally follow you and i still don't totally agree with you yeah so i wrote down the steps of this article because as david was explaining it to me i was very confused okay it's one it's one page over there you go there you go so uh i was very confused as he was explaining it to me and it turns out he might not have explained it in chronological order he was giving me pieces here and there that weren't necessarily in order which is a very adhd thing to do so again i admit you may be i know i like it but i read the article and i wrote down the steps from my perspective which david disagrees with so i'm gonna go through the steps then we're going to go through what you disagree with. Okay. So this is what I wrote down. First, the article explains science has typically, in order in order to understand things, in order to understand physics, in order to understand the nature of reality, they have typically breaking things down literally with like particle smashers and shit like that, breaking down atoms to find, what's the uh, second one? Or, what is it? Atoms to what? To quarks?
0: atoms neutrons okay protons, atoms to quarks. neutrons to
1: protons to quarks so they literally take particle smashers and they that's what they've usually done that's the first part of the article second part says verbatim quantum says when you break things down that loses essential information in the process david no. has a problem with that we're gonna hold on let me finish the third part for my interpretation says this implies that the universe is not composed of pieces Not composed of different pieces, as in you and me, but is all one, monism. And the fourth part says, why do we have different experiences if we are all one? And then it goes into how scientists have been, as of late, I don't know how long, time is relative. 30, 50, yeah, 30, 50 years. They have been doing all these experiments and finding... As David put it, they kept finding that they were having a lot of exceptions to the rule. At, at, at a certain point, they were like, there's so many exceptions to the rule, there must be a problem with the rule. That right. was a really good way to explain it. Right. And then they go into the history of uh, how monism was thought to be correct. But the part that David has a problem with is... So the first part is science has typically broken things down in yes. order to understand them. That's true. Yes, it tells you, you don't yes. like the second part that literally verbatim says... Quantum in general says that breaking things down or decomposing things loses essential no, no, no. information in the process. In, in the article. That's the sentence.
0: The the sentence is in quantum systems it is generally not possible to lose information.
1: False. I will pull this fucking article pull up. up. Pull
0: it up. Pull it up because I'm right. Hold on. All I'm right. going to read it hey, verbatim. This is on you. Batim. I didn't want to argue. <laughs> we already argued.
1: I'm going to read this and verbatim I'm right. right now, David. Read it. Are you going to be right? I'm ready to uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, there is a blind spot. Uh-uh. Atoms, protons, are described as quantum mechanics. According to quantum mechanics, mm-hmm. it is, in general, impossible right. to decompose an object without. Losing some essential information. That's,
0: that's what I said. It you, is Im- you were arguing the No, opposite.
1: David. It's impossible. This sentence says, it is impossible to decompose an object without losing some essential information. So what I wrote down was, breaking down information loses essential information. That's what it says. It Stop. is impossible. Right, right
0: there. You are literally right that you were identifying where you're, where you're accidentally saying Okay, you're wrong. what is it? The article says, like separately from breaking down how we learn, quantum systems in general you cannot lose it no that's not what it says it says it right there yes, David, it read does. the, read all right, the sentence all right
1: quantum mechanics yes
0: and according to quantum mechanics it is in general impossible like i've been saying to decompose an object without with, but that's what i've been saying without losing
1: so that means it's losing essential information which is what i said it is impossible to break down an object. No, stop pausing. Let me read is, it. I'm sorry for hurting your drum. I'm really and sorry. And according
0: to quantum mechanics, isn't in general, right, right, right. Okay, no, no, that's this is what I'm saying. Wait, listen. And according to quantum mechanics, it is. I guess that I was saying it backwards, but we're still. I'm still correct in what I'm saying. The point is. And according to quantum ge- mechanics, it is in general impossible to decompose an object without losing some essential information. Okay. So. If that's the case, it's saying that our method, our method of science
1: is wrong, which is what I said, right. which is why the, the experiments are getting weird, wonky answers. And that's what I kept trying to fucking that's say what, to but you. But that's
0: what I was saying. No, but, I that, said that.
1: And you okay, told me I was I swear, wrong.
0: every time that you were saying it, it, was like, listen,
1: we're about to fucking fist fight, David. Jesus.
0: Where, where's my thing? Right. This is not implied because of this, okay? That's the next sentence. That's been my point. Uh, I was making a specific point the whole time, but it's been lost this whole time. We're going to
1: find it. We're going to find it right now because that is the next fucking sentence. So let me it? let me read this verbatim. According to quantum mechanics, it is in general impossible to decompose, right. aka break down, an object without losing it in essential information. Particle physicists strive for fundamental. De- blah, blah, so blah, basically, blah, blah, blah. you were right. Hold on, hold on. But that's not why. Hold on. But if we take quantum mechanics seriously, this implies that yes. on a most fundamental level, nature cannot be composed of yes. constituents. Correct.
0: But see, look. So look, that's look, exactly look, look, what look, I said. Look, look, look. Hold on. Science breaks down. Whatever you're saying now just like you were saying i was wrong you were right you're saying when breaking down when breaking down stuff it does lose essential information but that cannot be the case because look
1: the universe is not composed of pieces that's exactly what it says yes
0: correct this is the critical point not because information is lost when you destroy it okay that's what no no, look look look, wait this we're making the re you are correct Okay. okay information is lost when you break it down you were correct i was wrong okay but Remember earlier I was trying to say it's not because the information is lost. It's because in a quantum system, you cannot lose info. It's because in a quantum system, you can't lose information. So therefore, our breaking down is not right. So it's not because we lose essential info that this is implied. It's because a quantum system, you can't lose info that this is implied. Okay. So you were right and you were well, slightly implying for the wrong because reason. Because I was and that's very what,
1: confused about the missing piece. My
0: bad. So that's my bad it, and that's what i'm saying that's what i was trying to say that's okay. it. our whole argument we had before the before the podcast was literally me trying to clarify a point where, number 1 i couldn't clarify it because i was i couldn't clarify it because i was reading this point part wrong yeah. but still this is not yeah. why right that's so what i was trying to say so my thing is so. what we
1: should have talked about before is that i don't know really a lot about quantum mechanics and quantum physics so you saying that quantum mechanics says that you cannot lose information and i get that which is why i was like okay it's not lost it doesn't disappear but we don't understand which leads to the fourth point about experiments that's what i was trying to say was that okay so we lose information when we break stuff down but it's not lost it's still there that's why experiments are fucked up
0: i almost want to pause this because i feel like we can't put any of this in here yes we
1: can it's good stuff people like to hear people fight it's fun
0: atoms protons and neutrons Electrons and quarks are described by quantum mechanics and according to quantum mechanics it is in general impossible to decompose an object without losing some essential information. Okay, now I'm finally back to where I was originally thinking According to quantum mechanics, it is in general impossible to decompose an object without losing some essential information. So what they're saying is even though we're breaking down these things, it's not
1: disappearing. We're
0: not losing essential information.
1: It's still, it's that's impossible right. That's right. to do we're without. Not actually, It's, so I was wrong, it's still again. there. It's still in the universe. Right, right. We just don't have it, which is where I think the experiments are fucked up.
0: Well, that's like I said, that's irrelevant as far as as far as scientists are concerned. Largely, they they know where that information goes. They can't. Yeah, it's not. We're not. We're not perfect and adept at like one day in the future we'll be able to just use and recreate stuff, but. They're not concerned about that they're able to they're they're okay with that part mostly like i said i guess so i i think i was still correct i, I jesus christ it's, fr- it's a little frustrating but yes that's what i was <laughs> trying to tell you earlier i was trying to say that they're saying that you can't break down you cannot in break reality down. you
1: can't break down but we experience right it which is which
0: again is irrelevant it's not but, irrelevant because well, it's
1: what we're trying to understand which is science
0: well the science would be you have to apply quantum physics to everything you have to expand it to more than just experiment by experiment and that's just it you know scientists were looking at all the experiments they're doing with the quantum physics uh governing it as a separate thing you know but you can't because everything it is is already part of a quantum system this experience this reality that we're in yeah that is what it is and I that's why agree, and that's that's why they kept getting experiencing
1: wrong. that correct right, right that's now. and that, that's yes.
0: yes correct and that's okay. that's what this whole thing is they've been experiencing it wrong because they've been looking coming at their 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 questions from the wrong the wrong viewpoint and we're in the middle of that shift to save the soul and unify our scientists behind a rallying point again to save
1: the soul of science not the soul of the monad because <laughs> no. our soul is already damned straight to hell probably
0: prob- probably so Can't listen leave. to us argue over nonsense <laughs> jesus Christ. i don't I, again i don't know this how- is
1: why the skeptics don't take us seriously david well, no i'm just kidding all right
0: i don't give a shit i don't care anymore
1: do you have anything left to say about this article
0: the monad will miss you when he moves
1: well the monad will and will not miss you now and in the past and in the future and in the present and never and always and forever
0: that's what i'm talking about i can understand that i should put that on a greeting card fuck yeah (laughs)